Boom. Recording. Welcome back to Seeing the Comics Podcast. Random episode number. We're going to introduce all by ourselves. Let's start with Zane and go from there. Right. Hey, everybody. Oh, let me get my microphone here. Hey, everybody. It's Zane Daniel. I am. I was a video game producer for 22 years. I uh, now I travel around the country in a camper van, and I I give talks and workshops at metaphysical expos, conferences, and festivals. And I also write and publish my own comic book series called Righteous. Uh, Righteous is about a greedy corporate analyst who has a supernatural event occur where he can only help other people and he can't be greedy anymore. And every time he helps someone, they get it too. So it's my way of spreading helpfulness, kindness, and altruism to the masses. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll be honest. I like haven't read your comic in full because it's like hundred something pages on there. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, it's like three hundred something pages. Yeah, yeah. it's been we've been working on it for four years. Uh, I have you know write uh, artists and and colorists and letterers and people all over the world that work on it. So it's it's quite the production. We're up to chapter fifteen right now. It'll probably be thirty chapters before it's all done. Awesome. Okay. See who's in there. Gavin, you go. Okay. My name is Gavin. Um, I'm the writer creator of the Stone Legacy comic book um, that I've been working on for the past almost 10 years. Um, and I'm working on a couple of spin offs to go along with it. Those are still in the um, post production phases. Um, I have initial artwork done. Um, and I actually enjoy. Um, meeting this platform, meeting everybody here, and being part of it. Uh, actually learned all of it. So being here is, is very enjoyable. It's actually um, putting some good ideas in my mind. I'm trying to put those to use. And um, even though I've been to comic book shows, and I've learned um, a different aspect of um, like promoting my conflict. This is more the online one, which um, I was severely lacking and still learning how to do. So that's really nice. Yeah. Neat. Uh, let's go with Chris and Abel. The writer and creator of Archangel Comics. Um, since 2017, I thought, um, well, I have been working on this from 2013, I think, uh, with Christian. Uh, um, what? I don't know what else you need. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Christian, I work in Cyrano, in Cyrano, on Archangel Comics, <laughs> and I'm, I do the translation for the comics. To, from Spanish to English. Happy to do this job. Yeah. All right, and uh, Orion. Oh, hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm Orion Zulu. I am the founder and creator of Cypher Comics. Um, 
I'm also the writer and creator of the graphic novel series that I'm working on with Josh Harris called Heaven's Decoded. And Heaven's Decoded is slated to be out the end of this year. Um, I started in comics very young and left for a very long time. And I just recently got back into it in 20, I would say 2016, 2017. I started forming the basis of the foundation for the Cypher Comics universe, which started with Heaven's Decoded. And Heaven's Decoded is a springboard to basically introduce readers to the universe of characters that I'm building. And that's it. And Hector. What's up? I, uh, my name's Hector. I'm the lead art director, co-founder of New Leaf Comics. Uh, we started back in 2017 with New Leaf, but before that we were we ran under a different name and we published some stuff on like webtoons, but it was all just like kind of not what we wanted to be doing. So we just kind of reinvented ourselves. And um, now we're here making uh, comics and video games. Uh, we have one out, one video game out. Uh, one comic out, and we have two more video games that will be coming out pretty soon. Uh, Android games, so uh, hyper-casual kind of stuff. Um, Richard's coming in right now, it looks like. Um, but yeah, I'm also the, the project manager for the card game as well, and uh, I'm an illustrator by uh, career. Uh, I work for a company in New Zealand on my, as my day job, so um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Sweet. Yeah, wow, this is the most people I've ever had in a meeting. <laughs> uh, while Richard is loading up. Do we, do, we have an, do we have enough chairs? Do we have enough snacks? <laughs> I forgot to bring the pepperoni platter. That's my bad. Oh, man. I need the cheese, yeah. please. Somebody forgot the finger snacks. What, was that you, Dylan? Yeah, Did you forget the bad. finger snacks? Yeah, that was my bad. I forgot. Does anyone have any Lunchables? Yeah. We have enough Lunchables, we can basically do the same thing. Does anyone have any juice? Juice boxes. Juice go, boxes. Go, go fish. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Oh, we're waiting for Richard to yeah, enter. Yeah, waiting right? for Richard. And that's the yeah. last person. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's diving into the Matrix. He's, he's just got <laughs> yeah. to wait for that scene where like all the green stuff happens. Um, yeah. I don't know. He's remembering what steak it. tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> remembering what taste does anybody remember that reference oh yeah <laughs> how do they know what chicken tastes like maybe that's why chicken tastes like everything <laughs> i literally just watched Good the one. entire series again for no nice. reason i just felt like doing it i don't know well they're, yeah. they're making the fourth one um, yeah. you saw that. i don't know what they're gonna do with it i didn't know that that's good there's a new the one no <laughs> Well, no. Apparently, apparently, uh, Keanu Reeves is still in it. So, yeah. and it's not a prequel. So, oh, how nice. are they gonna do that? Well, Matrix Four the same weekend. What? John Week Four and the Matrix Four are supposedly coming out on the same weekend. Yeah. What? It's gonna be a Keanu Reeves weekend. What, yeah. What, what's the first one you're saying, John Wick? Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. I still have to see the third one of that. Wick. <laughs> I'm going to have a so-called date with Keanu Reeves uh, twice that weekend. For real. And by coming bring... out, is that at theaters or just streaming? It's going to be like 2022-ish, I think. Oh, so hopefully movie theaters will be out again. Yeah, like, right. I was going to say, if the movie theaters are still so, existing. Yeah. So yeah. Half, yeah. half the world will be dead by then. So people, <laughs> yeah. Damn, so those ticket yeah. prices will be mad cheap. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> 
Bono. Yeah, it'll Bono. be hard to set records. It'll be hard to set records. <laughs> this is this is a this is a cynical bunch. We can see that already. All right, Greg, take control. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna start measuring. They're gonna start measuring ticket sales by survivor rates, basically. Like, make it out of the theater. Yes. That's where we're gonna come. Yes. <laughs> is is Richard there? Yes. Richard. We don't see your video, by the way. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have video, but maybe he has audio. audio. <laughs> well, anyways, well, while, while we're waiting for that, yeah. I'm, I'm Dylan. I'm uh, co-founder, CTO, and editor-in-chief of Nova Comics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Greg. Comprehensive. Co-founder of Nova Comics, writer, creator. Yeah. Part-time teddy bear. <laughs> Part-time teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Wow. It's a career field, apparently. You can get paid to snuggle people. So, hey, oh. do what you got to do. He's a, mu <laughs> He's a multitasker. What we're going to be... That brings a new definition of moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to be uh, talking about today is uh, growing our YouTube channel. Facebook ads, like the contest that we plan on doing with that, because I know some don't know about that. Uh, and uh, a little about the card game, because Hector is here, so he can actually talk about that if you have any questions or whatever. Hi, Hector. Hi, I'm a Hector. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Hector. Stole that one from Dylan. Ever since you made that comment, I'm like, I do that all the time now. So uh, I guess we can, like, dive in and, like, if Richard – does have the ability to I think talk. I saw his little yellow bar happen like he was uh, mm. Richard? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, the that's the whole that's the whole podcast <laughs> just trying to get him to talk. <laughs> Semi-pro semi just everybody quiet, quiet, quiet. Richard. <laughs> everybody. Oh, oh I got a little goat. People are gonna people are gonna be listening to this and they're gonna be like so the entire podcast the entire, episode is just trying to get him to talk. <laughs> we didn't accomplish anything. Finding Richard. <laughs> movie. Title. That's the title. Um, do you want me to Richard, just? You. Do you want to just jump in then? If we are, we can still. Uh, we're going to give him a couple minutes, or. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Uh, we we could talk. We could talk about the card game, and then. Uh, if yeah, I see his like screen is lighting up, but I do not hear you. I'm deaf. Yeah. I'm seeing it too. He's shouting my ear. Yeah, he's yelling. Work. Can you hear me now? No, I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Hector, go like take away like uh, the card game like briefly because I know some people here are unaware of what's going on with that. Um, well, it might be a good practice to if you guys have any questions to like ask yeah. them and then I could probably try to answer them. But as an overview, um, just to kind of start the conversation, um, it is right now, it's just a trading card game, uh, the same way that a basketball card is or a like a 90s like Marvel cards that they used to have. Um, the idea here is to help gamify our platform a little bit. So that way um, people are kind of have an incentive to go and collect these cards as they're reading comics. Uh, they'll be able to collect cards as they read through different comics. And uh, we're still working on a system that like the reward system, how do we 
you know, is it 75% of a comic? Is it two comics? You know what I mean? So we're just working on that aspect of it and, and, and integration into the, uh, into the website. So that's something that we're working on. But uh, the idea here is again, just an incentive to incentivize people. One here? Hey. Oh, hey, we found, we, we found Nemo. <laughs> we found Nemo, right? Just keep swimming. <laughs> Swim towards the sound of our voice, Richard. Hi. Yo. Hi. All right. Uh, Hi, Richard. Richard. Yeah. Richard, like, introduce yourself, and then we'll get back into this whole thing. All right. Is there anyone there? Uh oh, he can't hear us. Yep. Uh oh. Uh, hi. Hello. Hey. hey. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> the Matrix. It's those damn agents again. <laughs> it's the damn agents. They got them. Yeah. Go get to a payphone. Get to a payphone. <laughs> I'm out of payphone. Zoom us from a payphone. <laughs> you need a hard line. You need a hard line. Um, I think maybe it might be the way he signed in. Maybe he, because uh, I do call call with internet audio. That's how I always get in. I don't know if maybe uh, he did it another maybe, way. I, I don't know if he did it through Instagram or not. So maybe that's the reason. But I'm pretty sure Zane did it that way. So he's here. Hey, hello. Fine. So, hello. 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 Hey. Hello. Hi. Hey. How y'all doing over there? Testing. Hey. Yeah. Hey. 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 We're doing good. He heard us. Well, this a, yeah, it's the first time I communicate with anyone oh. through Zoom. Oh, oh, oh wow, awesome. Well can, you, hey. can you gentlemen see me? Welcome to 2020. <laughs> Thanks. We got, we got a newbie, folks. We got a newbie. We, we, we got your audio, but not your visual, not your video, so. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I'll just go to the get top it. of the screen. Go, oh. go to the top of the screen. It should say start video. Yeah. Or enter with video. It's recording now. We can hear you good. We can yeah. hear you. Yeah. You don't need video, video if you like you don't right? want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not super important, I'd say, uh, as long as you can hear us. I just have an empty box in the bottom right. Yeah, yeah there we go. Hey, we did it. How y'all doing over there? there? It took hey, 20 minutes. <laughs> we did it. All right. Mr. Irving, welcome to the party. We did yeah, it. Thanks. We did it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm coming um, from Manchester, New Hampshire. Nice. Hey, there we go. Did you want to introduce yourself, what you what you do, like comic-wise, or uh, basically being part of the, yeah. the platform? Oh, absolutely. My name is uh, Richard D. Irving from uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. I'm a writer-creator of uh, Dartman for... Irvrat Comics. Uh, he, he's a, a dart shooting superhero of New England. And um, I'm selling uh, the uh, digital comic books from my uh, web, web store. Awesome. Um, Greg will have to splice all the intros together later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have have a, do you have a link for that web store, Mr. Irving? Do you have a web link, oh. uh, a link for that website? Oh, or? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Okay, it's a, it's a rich irv uh, dartman com dot myshopmatic dot com. 
That's for my web store. Okay. And, and the right, and the website is at at Richard Rich Irv, I mean richirv.man.com. Sweet. Um, we also do, uh, we've been doing, or we, we have done in the past, let's just put it that way, uh, kind of like shameless uh, self-promotion at the end, kind of how to close, close out basically the entire Zoom session. So we can definitely go one at a time and just go through those things. And if you have any pertinent links or anything that we want to send people to, we can, we can have that space and time. Yeah. I get to watch this video when it's that, I forgot about that step, Hector, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to the cards. Yeah, back to the card game. So the card back game. The so the card game is like to gamify the platform in a way. So when you're reading a comic, your a reader is rewarded something. Yeah. So because people like achievements and stuff, but they actually like getting something from doing something. Will this be digital or both physical and digital? It's, so we're gonna. It's gonna be. Uh, digital to start from the platform and then if we wanted to print it out obviously we already have everything done and completed uh, it's already going to be in a printable uh, format of cards so we can absolutely print them uh, we can do like a little group kickstarter where you know everybody we can print out the cards through that kickstarter however you know we decide to do it but um, i was going to say if we printed out all the cards there's like two different things we could do it where when we start going to conventions if like if someone who has who's on our site if they come to the convention, we can give them the cards that they've earned. Yeah, or person. if they like order a physical mm -hmm. comic, we can send them cards with that whenever they Yeah, absolutely. Them. Yeah. We well, could also thinking, sell them on the website too, or the web store. So that's probably yeah. a cool aspect yeah. too. And I was thinking that, you know, I go to these shows sometimes as well and have a booth for Righteous. So if I were able to give away cards for my comic at the show with on one side, it tells all about Nova then that would be a good advertising. Yeah, I was, was going to say the other thing we could do too is we could have it where people can make like a, a special edition card, uh, whether it's the same card with just different looks, but that could be the one they hand out at, at conventions. Like an exclusive, more cool. of an exclusive yeah, card. Like it's like, it's like, yeah, like the collectors, like when you yeah. went to see the Pokemon movie and you got those special right. Pokemon cards. <laughs> um, yeah, on the on the site too. What I wanted to do is, uh, in addition to gamifying it, what it does is it helps everybody kind of explore other people's characters and realms through these cards. Like, so if I'm reading, um, let's say I'm reading Greg's comic, I'm not going to get cards from his comic. I'm going to get cards from somebody else's comic. So basically, it's like as I read that card, I'm seeing the other characters that are involved with the universe. I'm reading the backside, which has their character information and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of to help familiarize everybody with all of the comics and not just, you know, the one that they're reading specifically. And, and, I, also, yeah, and I also uh, came up with a way for people to not cheat the system by just like clicking through the pages and getting the card. You would there would be like a pop up of some sort that would come up and be like oh what happened on this page and like or something about a character or something so like they would actually have to read the comic. Right. Got to know what's going on. Um, is there any like questions at this point? I mean, well, let, let me just put it this way. There's going to be we're working on our first deck right now, so um, within the confines of a three month project. Um, we, we want to do anywhere from one to 10 cards, however many you can do, you can provide. That's totally fine. Um, and that'll be our first deck. And then we'll have like another two month period after that, where we have a second deck 
where anybody who didn't you know make that first deck or wanted to make more cards if they had maybe four and they want to do the full 10 they have more time to do that um, and then at that point at, at the end of this three month cycle we'll have everything set up so it'll just be a really easy process um, so we you can add more cards in and at a later time if you can't get to them now um, and then we do have another plan for a, a further step um, which is kind of like in the same genre field of, of card games but it has a uh, kind of a next level um, to it where it's an actual game itself um, obviously we want like we do games and new leaf and then i know greg is uh, they're launching their game pretty soon on their platform so we're kind of moving into that space a little more greg and dylan i'm sorry greg and dylan my bad. <laughs> and so do you have the specifications for the card size and you know the yeah, yeah. and all that jazz available somewhere yeah um, our discord which uh he hector set up um, th there's like all documentation that he made for that and there's like the card templates and everything. There's even like a marketing uh, channel on there. So you can ask like Dylan marketing yeah. questions. If you have any, uh, you seem like you're pretty good at marketing <laughs> well, I, on YouTube. I know uh, right. you're talking about that before you recorded. So um, yeah, uh, any questions about the card game, just shout them out. And if you don't, then we'll move on to the next topic. <laughs> no, just uh, just to go into the Discord a little bit. If you're, if you're not on the Discord yet, there's like, uh, again, there's resources, not only pertaining to the card game stuff, but like hashtags even, like popular hashtags for comics, videos, all that kind of stuff. Um, we're just trying to like put as much stuff as we can for creators, not just about the card game, but also like, again, marketing. Um, the templates are on there. There is kind of like a uh, project details document. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of make a fact out of that, basically. So all of the questions that people had um, after reading this document, I'm going to start answering those questions in just like a, a, a frequently asked questions kind of document. Um, that way, like once you read the initial statement, then you can go to that fact and be like, oh, okay, like I guess all this stuff is answered here. Um, so like I said, as we're moving you know, forward, it's going to start getting a little more um, – the process is going to be a lot better and easier, easier to understand, less questions, more straightforward execution. One of the things that I've run into with, when you guys have talked about this is that you often call it a, a, a collectible card game and it right. isn't right. I mean, right. So, so really it's just collectible cards right now. And then eventually it'll be a card game. Yeah. yeah. So that, that wording may be confusing. If it's confusing for me, maybe it's confusing for others and you might want to have that differentiation in the naming of it. Then when you do actually announce the card game, it'll set, it'll be more, more impactful. Like, Oh, yeah. this is a game now, not just collectible anymore. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That was just kind of like the, uh, like when you, when you talk about cards, like, it's, yeah, it's hard to specify exactly what it is because then when we say game, people think battle cards, but then if it's like collectible cards, they don't understand what we mean by that. So it's like, it's hard to, to get everybody. Oh, so that's too game. old of a term now. Like I grew up with football <laughs> cards and baseball cards Me and too. all that. Yeah, so same. I thought, okay, right. everybody knows what a collectible card is, right? but maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. If anybody but you're right though. You're right though, Zane, for sure. Sorry. Um, we, we definitely should specify with the name of the game exactly what it is or not a game. Sorry. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it already. I know. <laughs> you blew it. I'm just going to, I'm going to go, uh, what do they call it when they, when you like beat yourself? 
Flog. Flog. Raven. Flog. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that sounded horrible. By the way. Cut that out. As the words were coming out of my mouth, I knew it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, this is being recorded. <laughs> Kids watching this. <laughs> now I can't mark it as kid friendly on YouTube. Sorry. Good man. job. Yeah, Sorry. that's what did it. Well, then now we now yeah now let's just start cursing and dropping f bombs since we're already <laughs> looking glass on that one. Uh, yeah. Speaking that's of right. YouTube, uh, speaking of YouTube, um, we're trying to grow our YouTube channel. So we have our podcast, which this will be a part of and all of these meetings will be a part of. And then our breakfast talk podcast, breakfast talk. And um, we have those, we have those two things, but we're actually uh, planning on making videos. Like I'm planning on making videos. Dylan's busy doing 5,000 other things. What? So, exactly. So um, I'll be making videos for our YouTube, but um Hector has said that he has enough content that he's going to put like his videos on our channel too. So we can like block out days of the week. So like we're trying to find more people on our platform, even like trailers, anything like that. Cause we're actually planning on any new comics that come to the platform. They're actually going to be like given as a countdown to build anticipation with like trailers and just countdown posts. So, um, yeah. So any trailers or any video content that you have that you would like to be put on our channel as well, you can obviously put on your own channel if you have one. Um, you can add that to there and then you could, if it's like themed for a specific thing, then we can actually like make it a specific day. Like, oh, this video will be up this day. So yeah. YouTube. Great transition. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had talked about too, just like as a passing idea of building uh, a channel in itself that's like an indie TV kind of channel. So everything that has to do with like any of the creators on our platform, it'll go on that channel and have like a host, basically, and somebody that, that uh, is like the personality and it's kind of like TRL, essentially, like they'll, they'll introduce the video, play the video, kind of give some commentary, and then we'll move on to either another video or it's like a compilation of different things. And uh, they can do commentary on our videos if you have like um, like screen capture drawings or you know production video or process videos. They can kind of commentate on those on those videos. So it's just kind of like another station so that all of the indie creators kind of are on one place. Uh, and that's kind of what we were doing with the, the Sierra Nova site, uh, but just kind of like as a more like middle ground, I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I like that one. So, uh, speaking of trailers, <laughs> segue, um, <laughs> uh, actually coming up with like Facebook, we're coming up with Facebook ads for that's what Dylan's going to be doing. He, he runs a social media marketing company of his own. Um, and we're, we're going to have people create trailers. And if you don't, aren't very good at video editing or anything, kind of like me, like I'm not the best at that. Uh, <laughs> Like we have people that can do that within our group of people. Um, Hector has his graphic designer, Pedro. He's great at that. Uh, Hector was actually pretty good at that too. So he's creating stuff for breakfast talk because I can't do that. So (laughs) um, 
we're gonna make like a Facebook ad contest, but it's like a friendly competition between all of us. And so let's say you're first we have to come up with a trailer, multiple trailers and like the best ones win, uh, Facebook wise. So like whatever ones are doing great. So basically what, what I wanted to do was have it so that, so when you run Facebook ads, Facebook will naturally make the best ad run more often and cost less. And if it's bad, it will actually start charging more because people aren't engaging with it. So it's going to request more money to send it to more people. So ultimately the idea was that if everyone creates ads in our group and we run them under the same campaign, competing them against each other, the, the worst ad will lose and we can very quickly go, hey, you need to make a better ad. So constantly we could be competing with each other until we eventually make our best version of our ads, like whatever it is for each of their um, uh, mm -hmm. comic books. And so because of that, I, I figured that would be a good way to, so essentially what we can do is promote the platform with generic ads and then have very specific ads that we retarget anyone who has seen these original ads with uh, specific comic book ads. And those will be tested against a bunch of people. And essentially, the better, the better you do, the more often it will show. And the second one, one starts dying down or costing way too much, we can basically help you guys make better ads. And because you're competing with other indie creators, you're competing in the same world. So it's not like your ad versus a Coke ad, like or a Pepsi ad, like we actually will know that who we're targeting it's these ads are better for. Wow, I love this idea. Yeah, okay. and the oh yeah, keep going. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyways, I, I figured that that would be one of the best ways that we could um, essentially pool pool money together to run these ads because it's comparative if we have a ton of people running them it won't cost as much to throw uh, brand awareness ads which that's essentially the best way to like just test if people are watching it and then eventually if it's a, if, if we have enough video ads we can run video watch ads see how long people watch them for and again like it's, it's all just a great way to get people to essentially get better at marketing themselves because if not it costs more money and so it, it's just a, a cool way to compete and get better and I would want to see the way that you look through the data to show us which ones are doing which, because I've messed around with that Facebook ad thing and it's a little bit of a maze. Like I go, yep. okay, yeah. I don't know how we're figuring out who's doing what or the, the um, analytics to me are very, uh, not very good, <laughs> but they must be, I just don't know how to see them right. You know? Yeah. Can you guys see my screen? Yeah. 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 Cool. So this is my yep. brother's business. It's a, um, what's it called? Uh, a music production company. Mm -hmm. And just for example, we got beats for that. What are you using right now? Oh, wow. This is Facebook ads manager. And that's off of Facebook. I've never even seen this page. Yep. Most people don't realize that there's like a whole, you know, you, platform yeah, if you uh, if you have to create like a business manager page and it'll be in there. Um, so basically, it's like a it's 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 through your own account, but it's basically like you've created another account within your Facebook account um, where you can run ad campaigns. I'm just stretching the screen. So Face, Facebook needs to release my damn uh, credit card so oh, I can keep yeah. paying for my 
I'm in. The, yeah. I can't even get a contact to talk to anybody with. Oh, them. you're not gonna right now either. You, like, if anything, you might want to just get. If you have a PayPal account, you can get like a debit card attached to it and do things like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, that's why you you want to have multiple cards. Sometimes you want to have multiple ad accounts. Like, it, it, they're infamous for like getting you stuck in a loop. Um, luckily, I just. Well, have well yeah. So, so so they held my complete. They held my account. Period. I can't even. I tried to change it to another card. They wouldn't even let me do it. That's what I'm saying. You so, might need to create a different ad account. Um, but I, I can oh, I see. Just a complete, like a different page. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, if you notice, like, see, see this bar is like gray up here. When you're on, when you're on the regular mm -hmm. Facebook page, it's blue. That's so this is like yep. the, this is called the Facebook business page. If you look, it's business.facebook.com. Um, and essentially, this is the ads manager. There's a bunch of other pages, like there's audiences you can track, events on websites, things like that. But these are this this is a set of ad campaigns that I've been running for my brother. These are two active ones. This one right here is purely brand awareness. I've created two sets of ads that I'm testing against each other. One are music producers, one are rappers and hip hop artists, which uh, I guess I can show you a quick example of how I created these. So essentially I created these targeted um, audiences where I, so see these DMA, right? Mm -hmm. So each of these are areas. So if I uh, edit this, edit, uh, map, edit. So each of these here is like a um, a district. So it, like this isn't just right. New York, there you go. This isn't New York City. This is New York City and the surrounding area. Like anyone who would typically work or live or be involved in New York City a lot. And each of these are major cities like that that are most prominent okay. for music. Right. So that's kind of like what I did for him. And then I have, uh, you know, the age group that people are most likely going to be in that are going to be interested in our products and services. Uh, I have them interested like they, you know, they have to like hip hop music and obviously hip hop and rap music. And then I also then I'm like, so not only do they have to like that, they got to like this where they have to like freestyle rap rapping or have like the job title hip hop artist. And they uh, also have to have one of these other interests, which means they're very involved in it. So like they're in underground mm -hmm. hip hop, they, they read the Root Magazine or Essence Magazine, things like that. And then I go even further and I'm like, and they also have to like one of these prominent artists in the hip hop and rapping community. So this is like a, uh, this is like a way that I just targeted them. And then uh, I did the same thing with producers, except instead of, um, I did very similar stuff that I made it so that they all have to use like a, like a DAW, which is like the thing that you record um, audio through. So if they use that and they also like the software that runs it and et cetera, then they probably are a producer in one of those cities. So then, then what I do is under each of these ads, I'm running actually the same set of videos. That's why there's like duplicates, right? And so I'm running these funny ads that are, you know, 15 seconds long and I'm just looking for through plays. I just want them to watch the whole thing because at the end it has like a little slogan, which is like, we've got beats for that. We've got samples for that. We've got whatever for that. And by running these, where's the, uh, so see this amount spend? So I can see how much it's spending on each of them. And then I can see how much it's costing to get the result that I want, right? So right mm. now these are actually under brand awareness. So technically... I'm looking for what's called ad recall lift, which is the odds that someone will remember my brand in seven days if I ask them. Mm -hmm. And so right here, this one costs three cents, five cents, seven cents, right? So this one's not doing as good. 
right? And this one, or the two cents, this one's doing phenomenal, right? This one's doing phenomenal. This one here is doing good. So I, that's how I would basically test this, is this number here, depending on the result I'm looking for. So if I was doing a video and I was looking specifically for that and I'm looking for through plays, like these two actually cost a decent amount, but this only costs three cents, where this one costs 33 cents, right? So it depends on what the goal of the thing is, but like for the ad recall lift, like you saw that there were different numbers, right? Like this was actually doing better for recall lift than that one, even though it cost more to get the views. So there's various things like that that I would be looking for, depending on what the objective is. I would probably go with something a little more um, direct, like maybe engagement. So see this one, this one was one that costed, you know, a, just an average amount. It wasn't the cheapest, it wasn't the most expensive, but it's gotten the most click-throughs. And I don't even have clicking as an action. Like it's like, you actually have to be watching the video. You have to watch the video and pause it for a link to even appear because these are just brand awareness ads. I'm not, I don't have any call to action. So this is actually so prominent that people are actually clicking on it. So this ad clearly is doing better. So it's a combination of all those things I would be looking for because if someone's ad costs a little bit more, but it's drawing a crap ton of, attention to the website well then obviously it's doing good so depending on um not just one variable have, for success what it's not just like one variable for success yeah and so depending on um what our objective is and how i'm running the ads i'll be you know rating them on different um things and by the time we have it all set up i'll probably have like some little algorithm where i can be like okay based on you know brand awareness video watch through and click through rate, you know, these are the best ads because Facebook isn't, that's, that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult. Facebook isn't good at telling you that. Like, see how this says average, this is above average. That's, that's for quality ranking, meaning the likelihood someone will like watch it through, like, so they're watching more of these than they are of this one, for example. Um, but that's not necessary. That doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Maybe it's so good that they actually click on the link faster than they watch the ad. Right. And maybe the people that click on that link don't buy anything. So maybe it actually isn't that good. They just get tricked kind of because the ad is misleading unintentionally, right? And so mm -hmm. there's things like that I'll, I look for um, that I can track through uh, the Facebook pixel to our website. It's awesome. I know it's very complex, okay. but I figured that that's a good way to like introduce all of that so that yeah. you guys can uh, <laughs> understand like, there, there's a lot very comprehensive very comprehensive report Dylan <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot that'll go into this um, because I like if, if, if everyone's putting in money I don't want it where like one person is like basically eating up all the cash from everybody else and I also don't want it where if somebody's ads doing really well but it's not getting a lot of money towards it I don't want them getting um, you know the short end of the stick either so I'll probably do a combination of ads where everyone gets their own ads and then maybe I'll run what's called like a catalog ad where, um, so for example, um, this ad right here is different beats that we're selling, right? So these could be different comics and like each of these links lead to the specific beat and instead they could be, you're, oh, I just realized you guys can't see Yeah, you're not sharing the screen. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sharing the screen. Yeah, oh, say that. one second. Let me, uh, let me screen share again. Start screen sharing that one. So this, this here is a catalog ad where like this could be, you know, someone's comic, this could be someone's comic, this could be someone's comic. Mm -hmm. I can randomize the order and when they get to the last, to the last one, it would just go to our website. 
but each of these goes to the individual beat, for example, for these, but they would go to the individual comics. And it would be a way okay. to um, a way to uh, test each comic to one person as opposed to just testing the ads out to random people. So right. there's going to be various ways that um, we'll try to market these because maybe it's best you know, if we all have them together. Maybe it's better if they're separate. Like if one person's comic is just phenomenal and it's pulling traffic to the website, then hell yeah, let's keep running that ad because the, once they're on the website, the, the fact that they might see your that someone else's ad is now increased as well because we've got them as an email. We can, re, we, uh, can retarget them later with you know, emails saying, hey, here's a new comic from a different person you might be interested in. So there's tons of other things that we'll be doing with this. We're going to you know, have the email campaigns that, you know, that doesn't cost us anything except for time. So, you know, that, that's the, the goal is like we can be capturing emails with these. We can be uh, pushing specific comics, pushing the platform. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so some people have actually put money into this like marketing pool thing. Um, and you just send it through PayPal. Um, there's uh, another Richard, not this Richard. <laughs> there's another Richard, and he sent $15 through PayPal like last week. So that like brought up the total to like a hundred something dollars like that we have from marketing, which is insane. So that's pretty cool. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. So the how it's like a contest is like as Dylan said, like we everybody competes against each other, but like the winner, like we have the idea of like the winner of that will get like we buy your favorite food and then like it's. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was the other thing too, is because I, I know that people uh, tend not to be motivated even even if it's supposed to help themselves. So the original idea was that yeah, I totally forgot about the first part. So the first part <laughs> is the first part is to make an ad for the website for yeah. Super Novel Comics, the platform, which could be a, a a compilation of all the comics and then like a cool thing and then like the logo pops up, but. Uh, even right. though I do video editing, I'm not the best video editor. And so I assume, I'm assuming that there's people in the group that uh, do have better video editing experience. And if they, what we wanted to do was get a bunch of people to create like 15 to 30 second ads, like real short um, for the platform, run them against each other. And whoever wins, we were just going to like buy them like Chinese food or whatever their favorite takeout is. Right. Just because <laughs> like, like, people get motivated for, you know, fun little prizes like that. So we wanted to do that at first. And what that would do is get the, um, so one second, let me, I'll just, let me do a screen share again real quick. I know I keep doing this, but uh, what I'm doing with um, this campaign, this brand awareness, the funny ads I was showing is the objective is once I get, um, this through play right here is anyone who watches 15 seconds um, of a video, or if it's less than 15 seconds, they watched the whole video. And so right now I have 444 people that have done that. I want to get this to like 5,000 and then I can retarget specifically only the people that saw these ads. Through. Mm. So that's what I want to do with Sierra Nova comics is I want to get a, I want to get an ad running. Like, so if we, if we have a bunch of people, it's, I don't care if it's only three, but if we get like 10 of our ads running, competing against each other, one of them really stands out. It starts really pulling attention to the website. I'm going to then turn off all the other ones, buy that person Chinese food, let this continue running until I get a bunch of through plays. 
And once I get all those through plays, I can retarget with all of our unique ads from each of the uh, uh, creators themselves. And that's when they can start competing against each other, trying to make the best ad to market themselves. And as someone does better, we can be like, hey, you're doing good, stick with that. Hey, your ad's not doing so well, let's try to rework it, do you need some help? Want to talk to the guy who has the best ad, see what the difference is, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, yeah and the, the team environment there is something that like, obviously we're, we're talking about the, the, the uh, technical aspects of it and how to do it. But obviously one of the goals here is to create a network in which we can ask each other for help. We can share resources. Like if you need video editing help, if you need help with, um, you know, making your ad better, we can talk to each other with, without having like that weird, awkward moment where it's like, are, is this person even there to help me? Are they giving me good advice or are they giving me bad advice? If I could just find somebody random on Instagram or something like that. So now right. we're all, we're all in this boat together. So let's just, you know, be a team about it. You know, we're all individuals and that's cool, but uh, we can definitely help one another succeed. So might as well try it at least. Yeah. And I'll probably get like a document together of like just simple rules to make ads that are already going to be a better level than what most people might think. Like something simple. If you have any talking in your video, you absolutely need closed captions because a lot of people scroll through their video feed and they have it on silence, especially if they're at work or they're on a Zoom call pretending they're at work, you know, like <laughs> things like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's just something that um, sort of will, doing right now, actually. will help get people off the ground thinking about their stuff. And um, like I said, once, once a couple of videos start doing well, we can easily be like, okay, you know, Jim, talk to Bob, his stuff's doing better. Right. And, and literally we can, we can almost take the top and bottom and teach each other. And as you get closer to the middle, eventually, uh, you know, you'll be, you'll be basically be helping people make their ads better. And once they get good enough, if their ads better than you, well, now you've got to work on your own ad, which is great. So a healthy competition. Yeah. It'll be very, uh, and we and we we need something that's like uh in his brother's videos like at the end it's we got beats for that like it's oh yeah eventually, rolls yeah, off the tongue so, slogan. Yeah. so yeah let me let me uh yeah, i guess one, one more time hopefully so like these ads here um let's do review um let me know if you guys can hear this yeah Right, so it's it's just something simple like that where um, okay. Ah, pause. Oh my god, oh, I can't pause it and rewind it. <laughs> Anyways, oh yeah, see, I even got closed captions on this. So so, so it's like it's like it's like a little advertising blurb that like a motto, a slogan. Yep, or something. Yeah, and the, yeah. And, the, and the goal is that um, all of the, all all of the creators we want to be able to use the same style one. Um, it can be different, like even this one. So this one's like, we've got beats for that. We got another one that's like, we've got samples for that, right? Just things like that. But we want some semi um, repetitive slogan that can be used. And by having that, um, while we're like running all these ads, just incidentally, hopefully like that, that gets embedded. Like I, this, this, we've got beats for that. Everyone I've showed all these ads to even after I hype it up and tell them it's going to be hilarious, they still end up dying laughing at these ads. So I know that we created good content. And as we promote this, I want it so that someone just like, that's what they have that lit, like that little beat that, dun, 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 that runs in the background of every single one of the ads. Right. 
And so there's this continue, and that's a music company. So obviously we, the thing we want them to remember is something related to music. So the same with the comics, we'll want something visual that will be related. So like at the end of each of the um, videos, or if it's just an image, we want something branded on there with like Cyrenova comics so that they just keep remembering like that's the thing they're seeing. And eventually that can push them towards the platform so that they can be introduced to your comic and everyone else's comic. And that, that's, that's the main goal is to get it so that there's some, like there, there's something so recognizable about it, even if they haven't even visited yet. We want it so they're like, I, def I think I've seen that before. That's what we want. We want that, that little voice in their head. So like the, the videos that Abel makes for, um, for the introductions of the new comics or stuff like that, are, are those fine? Stuff like that? Yeah. Um, what? Have I seen the new ones, Greg? Oh, well, if you've seen any of the trailers on Instagram, then you've probably seen them. I'll They're... check them out. Okay. <laughs> I, might have, I might have seen it. I, I, I see them. I think this, this, is probably a, a, this is probably a different discussion, but I'm going to get a little um, philosophical. I think that it's actually a very pivotal. We're combining a bunch of different, different comic entities and advertising entities to come together to do something sort of in a united way, but we're still individual. I think that's sort of, a, I think we're creating a new paradigm for individual in their own way. We're striking out, we're rewriting history of comics in a way, if you think about it. In the 80s and 70s, DC Comics and Marvel Comics were the two big monsters. We're basically saying, instead of everybody trying to do that one thing, everybody's trying to be Stan Lee, everybody's trying to do DC, Instead, what we're doing as a group is we're saying, hey, guys, check us out. We're actually figuring out a new way to do this. We're doing this on a much bigger scale, but in a way, we're doing it with full force because we're all coming at you all together. Yeah. So yeah. we're actually sent sending a new trend, I think. I think if we can get that message out there, I think that should be part of the branding is that we are individual, but we are together. So that sends a message to independent companies that you don't have to for that phone call from these uh, independent companies like Dark Horse Valiant. You don't have to send your art submissions image or dark horse you can actually be part of something bigger you can still have that sense of team but you can still own your own stuff and still do your own thing and i think that's an amazing thing i think we should incorporate that somehow in the brand and as far part as the part of the marketing um strategy that dylan's talking about i think we should incorporate that in the graphics and in the ads whereas you do your ad for new leaf and at the end we have some sort of a like he was talking about a slogan but also a visual thing where like we have a graphic where all the logos for the companies are incorporated and then it ends with Nova. So everybody knows that we're all doing our own thing, even though this one ad is for this one company, we're all still working together, which is completely different from where the way Marvel and DC did it. And I'm pretty sure you guys have a that. Everybody out, everybody out there is trying to do their own thing and secretly they won't admit it, everybody wants their own company to be huge. But what if that's not possible anymore? Maybe with what happened with Diamond Distributing, maybe this was like a call to action for us. We finally figured out, hey, big two are kind of down. Their guard is down. We can take these guys out. But there's a way to do it. And the way that everyone has been castle. doing it for the past 20 years, it's not going to get it done. Maybe, maybe the way exactly storm the castle, that you come from the top, we'll come from the bottom. We hit them from the river. We hit them from the sky. And maybe this is the way to do it. And this is a great way to kind of market ourselves, let everybody know. We're not I do it like everybody else is doing it. We're going to create a brand new path for everybody to copy. And maybe it, maybe it won't be with us. There could be another six companies 
that come out and say, hey, did you see what Sierra Nova is doing? Look at how many companies they got together to work together and do that. Maybe we can do the same thing. There's absolutely so I think people I just want to throw that out thing, there. For sure. there. Yeah, there's, um, yeah, there's a, a guy called Luke Stone. He's, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Um, he's a comic book creator. And he asked in a post, and then it got, like, blown the fuck up. He's like, yeah, like, what if we like we all came together as like a, a collaborative? I'm like, hi, where where are you doing that over here? And he's like, oh, really? And, and then some other person, like I don't remember the name, they're like, oh yeah, we're doing that over here too. I was like, really? Yeah, well, I, was about to say, I literally was talking about this quote this morning. That's pretty, because, but that's pretty good. That's pretty good though. Yeah, we we were uh, so there's another podcast I was doing this morning. My my brother's company, that uh, music production company. Uh, one of the things that we're doing to help promote his platform along with other people that are connected with us is we created a, um, a new podcast called MC to MC. And we have these two hip hop artists that are part of a hip hop group that are um, interviewing other hip hop artists in various communities, specifically starting with Nashville because there's like this huge community nice. of hip hop artists, but none of them are connected. So they're trying to like bring them all together. And, uh, one of the things that I remember hearing from, um, oh yeah, oh, it's over there, it's too far away. There's a book back there called Limitless, there's a guy named Jim Cook, and he talks about if you want to travel faster, travel alone. If you want to travel farther, travel together. And that's kind of the objective of this is that, yeah, yeah like people individually can make big sprints and get to certain distances, but if we essentially mm -hmm. if we work together, People might not like your comic, but if you bring them in, they might like someone else's comic. And that person might bring someone in, and they don't like mm -hmm. their comic, but they like your comic. Right. And by having a, a right. huge variety of stuff, we can target so many more people in the general concept of indie comics yes. so that there's a place they can go and go, yeah. oh, well, I'm not actually a fan yeah. of the superhero genre, but I love the horror genre. And there's a whole catalog of that. Right. So, that's kind of the yeah, that's primary right. objective of this is to have to pull from so many different communities so that they can cross pollinate to wherever they you know wherever they want to be. I think exactly what you said, Orion. Like you, you kind of like encapsulated everything I've been like having in mind with this like connection I, I between us and projects. That's beautiful. That's beautiful what? because we are we are changing up. We are changing the paradigm. We are taking two words that are pretty much separated, indie and community, and we're fusing them together. So it's definitely a different way That's of doing things. But as you can see with what Greg said too, there are other people that are stumbling upon this idea. So it's not like extremely unique. It's like we, what we have to do now is take advantage of being, being where we're at now and storming the castle right now. So we can be the first group of people that are doing this in a, in a really meaningful way. So getting more creators on the... Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta be we gotta be involved in getting more creators onto the platform so we have a bigger team of people to pull from. We have to be like us right here, the people that are in this meeting that started this kind of trend, we have to be the leaders, we have to be the project setters, we have to be the project managers for different things. We have to kind of take initiative in a little more of an um, spread out way, not just thinking about our own comics, not just thinking about our own right. our own community, our own at our own um, audience, but the collective audience and how we can support one another. How can we, like, again, just asking questions, but also promoting each other's comments, you know, like, and I'm sure some of us do that already. I'm sure most of us actually do that yeah. already, but like maybe in a more meaningful way where we start actually taking interest in, in this specific comic. And like, I'm going to be in the comments of this person's like post, or I'm going to be sharing that post and, and then engaging myself in that post, you know? 
So there's definitely a lot of ways that we can, we can continue this and move forward and uh, benefit one another. But everything you said was like the culmination of everything I've been thinking. So that was just, yeah, yeah I really, I really like the branding that Orion was talking about. That branding is really, really important to get that right. And it's not yeah. just what, you know, what's this comic book thingy majigger? Like, let's make it like really solid and know, yeah, oh, this is a bunch of individuals that are coming together as a collective or whatever the, the branding terminology is. I think that could really go a long way because if you think about, uh, Oh, image comics, right? Like they yep. really broke in and they rearranged everything and their branding was pretty much like, hey, we're we're saying no to the way that the big two are doing it. We're doing it our own way. So I like that a lot. Breaking the ground. Yeah. I actually like what uh Orion what, what, said. What whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> and we gotta get that the rights to that song, right? <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a that was an Avengers Assemble reference, but I will reserve it for the guy. But basically, no. So I want I want to add to that actually what Hector was talking about. I've actually already been recruiting this week, and I wasn't recruiting for Cipher because if we don't have any money. We're bankrupt, right? <laughs> I was already recruiting for you guys. I'm like trying to tell people about what we're doing as a group, as a collective. That hey, if I can't use this artist, I said hey, I saw a guy on Reddit. I was like, I like your stuff. Contact Cyrano over here's my email. Here's his, his email. You know, because what I'm doing is I'm recruiting for all of us because there might be people that want to jump in, but they don't even know that we exist. So, 100%. you know, the more creators we get in, these are all what, what, what Dylan was talking about in my mind I was hearing spider of talent is that we're connecting each other with other people that like what he was talking about, the cross pollination. I think yeah. that's the ultimate goal. I think of what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, so the card game is just one project that uh, this whole collaborative thing that we're doing. Uh, you can make the documentation like what Hector did for the card game and you can we can come up with anthologies because that, that's a big thing right now on Kickstarter um we can do anthologies of different genres like sci-fi comedy um whatever and actually Matt even though he was supposed to be on but he like broke his toe or something so he, he's not he's not here <laughs> and then his uh girlfriend is like he thought she had like COVID or something but I, I don't know but yeah so she's at the doctor's so um, he's not here, but he's creating. Where's uh, your mask? <laughs> I got a spit. I got a spit guard, so you guys are safe. Um, <laughs> so he's create. He's finishing with uh, his horror anthology, and uh, he's gonna ask people that's in this group of people, like the thirty something people that are on a platform, like who's interested in doing a horror anthology? And he's already got the story written. Right. He just needs like artists for four page stories. So, like and then what's a, another cool part of it too is like so we're saying a lot of big things or putting a lot of burdens on people to say hey like if you want something to be like if you want an idea to work you have to kind of be the project manager but the cool part about it is that I've, yes. already, I've already done that work so all I got to do is just write up an instruction for you and, and you just follow those instructions yeah. you set up the discord the same way I did mm -hmm. you make a resource page you make a you know and it really didn't take that much work I mean to be honest with you the hardest part is collaborating with everybody that's really the hardest part when you're sitting at home writing writing documentation, the hardest part in that is just what questions are they going to have so I can answer them before they ask them. And that's, you know, you don't know it until you put up right. the documentation. And I've, I've updated like four times already. So, um, and again, I'll just keep, uh, once, once everything, once this project is done, there will be documentation on the documentation. So you guys can, it won't be just you working from scratch and not knowing how to do anything. You'll have instructions on how to start the project where, you know, what kind of leadership should you have, you know, work out your own style, obviously, but, you know, just, uh, just 
tips and, and where you guys can start from. So it won't be as, as rigorous as it seems like it maybe is right now. Yeah, um, and that's one of the objectives that um, Hector, Greg, and I were chatting about uh, a couple weeks ago is what we're also trying to do. So there's a great book called The E-Myth Revisited, and it's all about essentially taking a business and franchising it. But the concept isn't to actually franchise your business. It's the franchise prototype, which is the fact that everything in your everything in your organization has become systematized because essentially if there's any issue in your organization there's two problems people or systems and you should always check systems first and essentially <laughs> as long as you have a minimum standard of who you like hire in your business then systems should get them the rest of the way outside of that what we're trying to do is take that concept and make it so that anyone who gets plugged into our system has all of the resources possible to accelerate themselves much faster and the more time, that's, that's one of the reasons to test these ads against each other. Eventually, we might find out like the golden ticket of Facebook ads for indie comics. Because I'll, I'll, I'll admit right now, one of the things that we accidentally did was when we were trying to grow our platform, we realized how difficult it was. So we started reaching out to other creators. And instead of targeting indie comic book fans, we accidentally targeted all the indie comic creators. And so now we have like this huge huge pool of creators to go to but we actually didn't build up a fan base for comics and that's one of the reasons why we want to start running ads so we can start finding them and pulling them towards us because right now our organic traffic is mostly creators based on the trends we've been building over the last few years and so by that's running, true i'm seeing i'm seeing that on instagram as well we're getting a lot more creators and publishers following us yeah, than, so than fans. And that's kind of I think I think losing the local comic shops is a is a big is a big pain is a big injury to us because that's where we build our fan base. Yeah, and mo most of the uh, most of the creators that we're with, we noticed the very similar thing, and it's honestly just because most people don't know how to market, but they know how to network, and it's much easier to network with like-minded people, <laughs> which are other creators, and so that's why I want to try to help bring that fan base. So my brother's company, for example. Like he's, he did the same thing we did and he started pulling a group of producers together. So now he's got a team of producers that are all creating beats and we're selling those beats. But I took that, brought it to Facebook, brought it to ClickFunnels, brought it to a bunch of various marketing platforms like Google Ads. And now we're actually starting to make sales and we're doing that in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, right? Like there's no, nobody has any money and yet we mm. make a couple sales. And it's nothing big, like we've definitely spent way more ad money than we've made sales. But the whole time that all of this is going on, we're building brand awareness to the audience that actually is who we want to sell to. And so by doing that for long enough, eventually we, like we've gotten 400 emails in the last couple of weeks and I'm not even running ad, ads to collect those anymore. Like just because we've got a big enough pool, we can continually retarget them. That's the other objective is to get, get an audience that we can own. We want to have the, the emails of tons of people who like indie comics. Yeah. And then we can yep. tag them like this person likes horror comics. Let's only send them horror comic emails. This person likes superhero comics. We'll only send them superhero comic emails. So that, that's the other thing is we want to be able to have this large collection of people. And then the best part is that eventually, like say there is somebody who only likes superhero comics. Every once in a while we toss in a horror comic, right? We toss in a fantasy comic. Mm -hmm. We toss in uh, you know, some, some alternative comic that they're not used to with the collection and we can start to uh even expand the minds of our viewers 
Mm-hmm. And so that's the other part that I'm really hoping by pooling, pooling together and trying to grab the audience that we've all been looking for, that that'll help uh, really expand what we can do. Did you have a question, Chris? No, no, I was, I was just saying, it's just a suggest, give them suggestions uh, to open horizons to make yeah. comics. Exactly. I yeah. have a question just for the group, for the group in general, anybody can answer. It's just something I'm thinking about because I'm listening to what Dylan said. I guess what I'm thinking about is, let's be honest, that the 900-pound elephant in the room, which is COVID-19, we know it's a big problem. Do, do we have any information about how many people are buying or reading, even web comics? Do we know if it, readership has increased with people staying home? Because obviously yep. people are home now. There's more video game play, more video game purchases. We know Netflix and Disney Plus subscriptions have gone through the roof. Are people reading comics more now because we're stuck at home? Do we, does anybody have any information on that? I'm just curious. Yes. Yeah, I don't have numbers, but yes, they are. I do know, um, like even Impact Theory, which is a, a you know, big indie creator now. There's somebody who's coming out of the woodworks because they have a lot of funding to back their um, marketing and advertising, and they they. You mean they have money? Of, what? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, they've been. They got money. Yeah. Of, that that helps. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been seeing an uptick of sales because of the fact like. Now everyone's watched every freaking show that they've ever wanted to see on Netflix. Now they want something else to entertain themselves. Yeah. Not everyone's going to pick up a book. That's right. A book is real easy to get into. Yeah. And the other thing, is digital, yes. you know, digital and the ability to, you know, buy them physical, it's, it's very good to reach a broad audience. And that's the other thing too, is it, it all depends mm. on what's cool. Like people will get into anything that's cool and comics are very easy. Like, a comic book essentially is an Instagram feed that has a point the whole time you scroll, right? Like it's, you, you can get people's attention relatively easily. You just need to make sure you're giving them what they actually want to see. And so if we're sending, like, like I was saying, yeah. like if you send a horror comic to somebody who only likes fantasy comics, they're not going to enjoy it, which is why it's so hard for individual creators to find their super sub niche. And we want to get all of them and then, and then be able to direct them to those niches so we can help the, the people that have like something that's so unique but nobody knows how to look that up because they didn't know it existed. Yeah, actually, yeah, uh, we do have more views than we've ever had. Archangel Comics has, he, he, they got 78, 79 views in the month of May, which is insane, just for just them. So, yeah. But, but we've, been, yeah, we've been having hundreds of extra views in the last couple of months. I noticed. Yeah. I, was looking at, I, got, I wasn't paying attention for a while, and then I started looking at it. I'm like, where the hell are all these coming from? We're not running any ads. Yeah. And people that we try to get, like, new creators onto our platform, they always, uh, some people are always like, oh, what's the catch or whatever, like, when we were trying to get them to, like, join. And uh, we're, we're yeah. always like, there's no catch. <laughs> then either we had to persuade them in a way uh, or talk. You must donate a drop of blood. (laughs) (laughs) We want your DNA. Or uh, we talk. Not in the way you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got to beat yourself. (laughs) That's going to live with me forever. No bueno. Yeah, we we talk we talk. Yeah, hey, definitely send me that video to edit, Greg. I'll I'll edit this one. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, do that work. No, it'll have to be the intro to Breakfast Talk. We'll have to. We'll have to that. You just gotta beat yourself. That's all. <laughs> we, we, we got we got a beat for that. 
We got beats. We got beats. Nice. Uh, All right, now we got the title of this episode. (laughs) Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. We beat the comic industry. That's right. We beat the comic industry. So so I actually have a question to you guys. Has anyone actually tried to run Facebook ads for their comic books yet? No. Me? I didn't do a a great job at it, but yeah. Fail failure. Did you did you did you boost posts or did you actually run an ad? Yep. Uh, Yes. No, I I well okay. So so I ran an ad and I boosted. I put in money and then I had a dispute with PayPal and then they then they then they they put my account on hold so I can't run any ads. Oh okay, gotcha. And Zane, so you were saying that you never saw this back end though, correct? No, I never knew that was there. Um, But I did it a few years ago when I first started. Get, getting the comics started and so it's been a few years so i don't even know you know that's that stuff changes so fast oh yeah they, they update this stuff every six yeah. months trust me i'm I, I i have another friend in marketing who i have to continually help them just learn how to use the platform they've been using for a decade <laughs> yeah right wow. so, yeah, so really all i did is i filtered people to the page on facebook i didn't even try to sell copies i don't know like a brand awareness kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and got you know got likes on the page so that I could get you know over a thousand you know followers on the on that page, which I was able to do. Uh, cost me probably quite a lot more money than it should have. Uh, yeah, I got there. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the thing too. So the reason why, um, like running the running the basic ads, even if you target the right people, yeah, it doesn't. It's not quite as effective if you have these much broader campaigns. Because like what we can do is and what i want to do is i want to get it so that first we build brand awareness we start getting people that i can retarget with ads again and then what i want to do is get their email once i get their email i can actually take all of their emails put it back into facebook have them track the user and go find me people that look like this and you'll be like oh they they have they happen to all watch netflix and they like this weird card game i've never heard of right and so like facebook will figure all that stuff out by these uh look-alike audiences they're called uh-huh. but by doing that i can because right now I, I i could do that but we would just be retargeting creators and that's one of the biggest issues is that we need to do a broad brand awareness reach campaign so right. that we're trying to um we can finally like find the people that are interested in that indie comic world. And so like, I'll be like, before we even run the first ad, like that, like those ads I was showing you earlier for my brother's campaign, I did stupid amounts of research. Like I was like, what are all the magazines that hip hop artists would listen to? What are, what are YouTube channels they would follow? Like, cause they have to be big things that they're attached to, which is also why it's hard to get indie comic book fans is the easiest thing to target are things that are not indie they're mainstream yeah right so marvel. there's people that like marvel that like indie but i have to figure out who that is and so right that'll be something that uh, <laughs> i can run these massive campaigns for and if it gets someone's attention i can test it again and go did you like that what about this and if i get them a second or third time i now know that that's who i'm looking for and those are the emails i want to collect so that we can make this custom audience that I'm pretty sure nobody has. Because if somebody, I, I can't like, I've been, I've been looking up how to advertise to indie fans for, I don't know, three years. So nobody has this. So I want to create it so that we have that access. Like that alone will like make 
just joining our organization exponentially more valuable. Yeah, sure. Mailing lists. Now, so you're talking right. about the, collecting all those emails. Are you also putting them in a mailing list? I assume. Yes. Yeah. We, we're right now. We're just using Mailchimp only because you know yeah. it's free. It's, up cheap, to 2000. it's yeah. free <laughs> until two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I've done yeah. And, and after that, we'll probably use something like Constant Contact or you know. Are you doing like, like an opt-in uh, method to get people to sign up? That's always one one of my. Well, like we we have that on our website. What we want to okay. do though is so there's actually a special type of ad that most people don't run on Facebook because it's too complicated to run. Um, but I actually did tested it on my brother's account since we had money to play with, and uh, that's literally what I want to do for this one. So first. Essentially, what I would be doing is I'd, I'd run this broad brand awareness campaign. I would then only retarget people that say watched, you know, 25% of the video. So I know that they saw our logo and, and stuck around long enough to be entertained. And so they might be interested. And then there's another campaign I can run called lead generation. And nobody runs these. And so they're actually cheaper to run. And what happens is you can give them something for free, like a free comic book, for their e name and email. And that naming email is typically automatically filled in by Facebook. So it's normally their Facebook email, which is the most beneficial one to get. And so what, we're gonna, we, what we would do is something along those lines, mm -hmm. give out free comic books for an email. And that email right there, we would throw into the MailChimp thing. And, and we, we would tell them like, you know, by get, sign up for our newsletter and get a free comic book, right? And then right. the second I add them to our... Um, what's it called, our, uh, our audience on, on MailChimp, it would automatically send them an email going, hey, I'm glad you liked your free comic. Um, by the way, here's you know 20 other comics on our platform. You can sign up for free, right? And then you know, check right. them out. Right, I was gonna say, you want your autoresponder, like ideally after they sign up for the first free one, then the next day, 24 hours later, they get another email in their mailbox that says, hey, sign up for this free one. And it's a different genre and it's a different thing. And yeah, the, I mean, I, you could just keep doing that every day for 20 days if you wanted to. Yeah, I have, uh, have you ever heard of ClickFunnels? Yeah. Yeah, so this this book, the dot-coms, or dot-com secrets, I'm sure this like super glary. Why is this so blurry? Yeah, your whole camera is kind of blurry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with my camera. There you go. Yeah. But um, it, it's, probably probably light. it's probably more lighting, probably lighting. No, I, I, it's something wrong with like my actual lens, but I don't know what it is. But um, the, the um, dot com secrets, this is all about how to create sales funnels. And the, here, here um, you go, Dylan. I'll, I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, where'd it go? Uh, yeah, there like, go? Literally, there's like how to, you know, certain types of email chains. Right. So there's like daily, what are called like Seinfeld emails where you just send which I Which I thought email. I created a while ago, but they never yeah, saved. No, yeah, before we run any of the ad campaigns, we'll be doing all of, all of this, uh, making sure that it's all good. We'll probably send it out to all the creators and be like, hey, any feedback, anything you don't like. Um, there's stuff like the soap opera sequence, sequence, which is what you're talking about right after we, oh, am I? Uh, wow. You get the kind of gist to it, but it basically yeah, it, it, it's like day one, you set the stage, you, you know, this would be in our case, like giving away the free comic. Hey, thanks for joining. By the way, we have a platform. The next day you talk about the other comic, you mention some stuff, and then you also go, by the way, we still have a free platform. And you do that every day for five days, trying to get them to sign up for the platform. And right. that's something that, you know, we could automate right off the bat. We're like, wait one day, wait two days, and just do that over and over again with a chain of emails um, pretty easily. And so what I would do is create these email campaigns, send them out to probably like the discord channel so people can review them. 
see see what they like, what they don't like, um, and then uh, eventually, if once we get any real funding, we, we can actually get the paid MailChimp, and we can even have a variable comic show up in the email, so we can see if a different comic might draw the attention versus someone else's comic. And um, which will mean which means covers are going to be very important. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so like I I've got like a stupid amount of ideas. Like my marker board back there, I just you know you, there's no way you can see that, but it's covered in like funnels I've been drawing for like how to like basically uh, the whole objective is like brand awareness campaign, get an audience, retarget audience, give something free, capture an email with the email, retarget with emails, continually sell them on. Wow. You know, joining something like it's yeah it's very and now you can see why dylan's the marketing director yeah, yeah. Okay. i see a lot of passion here there's a lot yeah. of passion here that's hey. a good thing yeah hey, hey, hey dylan that. should get some sleep bro <laughs> and that's the main thing that i want to be i want to be able to do is it's, it's just to have like if i had ten thousand dollars i could immediately grow the platform like it wouldn't be that hard because i'd have so much money yeah. i could spend a thousand dollars just testing ads right i could spend a thousand dollars making ads I could spend a thousand dollars paying people to pay people to test ads. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so like it, it, right, it, right. It, so by working together, it's much easier to do that because a, we can get a bunch of ads created, right. And by doing that little, uh, doing the little competition where we buy Chinese food for the best ad creator, right. Uh, you know, that, that's something that will help get the brand out there. And once we do that by having, um, this pool of ad money to go to, to continually market, because that's, that's the big issue is a lot of people don't, they, they market when they start or they market when they want to sell something, but they, they don't realize that if you're not marketing before you have something to sell or before you're trying to push something, you're not going to have anything, which Greg knows this when we tried to run Kickstarter campaigns and Indiegogo campaigns, none of them succeeded before we built an audience. And the second we had an audience, we got almost double what we wanted in our, in our Kickstarter, right? And so that's, that's the objective is like, we want to be able to be marketing constantly. So by the time we have something to sell, like, you know, like maybe eventually we sell packs for the cards and the, and the, and the, and the money for the packs of cards that are randomly made go out to all the creators that are involved in the card making, right? Like that'd be great. But like, until we have an audience to mass send that to, because once we have emails, that's free marketing for us. We can just keep sending emails out every day talking about stuff that people can buy. And that's, that's when we can actually start um, potentially monetizing the organization. But until then, we just need to get tons of brand awareness out there. Yeah, yeah and once we have the audience, I mean, like he was just saying, it, that's like the key component. Because once you have that locked in, all the products you're selling, there's a way to sell those products like through that audience. So it's really like whatever project we do from here forward, um, it, it, it has a way higher chance of being successful and then actually hitting those goals that you want to accomplish as an individual. So again, yeah, it's, it's, a uh, he's, that's his strong suit. So we're going to run, we're going to let Dylan do that strong suit. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think it's definitely worthwhile that we'll, we'll you got that buddy. You got that. <laughs> well, you've done it all in the right order too, because you had to establish the platform. You had to get the content creators. You had to have the, 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 web interface and all the stuff that you've done so everything seems like it's going according to plan right yeah uh. <laughs> and, that, and that's the big thing too like i said now that now that we so in the very beginning like greg knows this basically like i helped get the entire business started and then i'm like all right greg it's your turn you do everything else because yeah. I'm, 
you know, like I, I kind of got us off the ground. And then from that, I told them like, once we get to a certain level, I'm going to become way more involved again because it's going to be where we need to market ourselves. We're going to, we're going to get to a certain capacity where we have so much content that like it's, it's just going to be sitting there until we market it. So now we have tons of comments on the platform. We've got tons of creators. We now have very involved creators because from the beginning, we kind of just had people, you know, sending us comments and like, oh, I hope it works out. And, you know, like, so that's, that's now we're at that level where we, we can actually, we have, like I said, we have tons of content, tons of creators, and we have tons of involved creators. And even the website's looking better because I keep making small adjustments based on the advice from other creators. And now that we're, uh, you know, looking clean and we're getting everything set up, uh, there's a few more site <laughs> changes I still have to make to the site so that it's fully functional. But once all of that's done and we get ads from the creators, like we can start marketing immediately and really start to grow uh, the whole community, which that's, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. Speaking of the website, does anybody here have any questions, concerns, anything <laughs> they want to ask Dylan because he's the one that's, <laughs> that does that? could be about the search bar still not working. Hey, hey, I'm working on the search bar. It's already on the list. It's already on the list. So we need to upload our comics. Yeah, you put too much stuff on the homepage. I gotta fix the homepage. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, uh, You're just saying about the comics, uploading comics? No, it's the same question as always. (laughs) Bothering bothering, uh, Dylan. Oh, the oh, the uploading of comics. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's going to be one of the last things, only because at the moment that system's not broken. Right? There's other systems that are broken. Um, but honestly, to, when we get to the point where creators will be able to upload their own comics, because right now we also don't want it so everyone can just upload comics all the time, even if they're yeah. that are been yeah. on the platform for a while. We still want to be vetting them. Like that's something that in the beginning we were kind of just taking comics, but. Even early on, like Greg was talking with some people and I'm like, I don't like that. Like that doesn't look good. I don't like, it's not that I don't want to help them out, but I don't want to like devalue our platform by putting it on them. So by having it in the system right now, it's not quite broken. Um, But when, when it gets to the point where we can have uploaders, we're probably still only going to have a few people that have access to that. So this is what it looks like for me right now. Oh, Oh wait, it stopped sharing. It went to go share and then it stopped. I can see it. Oh, wait. Oops, never mind. I just had a big window block. Why does it look like that? Wait, what the hell? That's weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Chrome. Where, what page? You're on the home page. How the hell is yeah. that? So it's, so it's blocking it's blocking the registration form. No, that shouldn't even appear on the yeah. home page. Yeah, but that shouldn't even appear. I can't click on it or anything. Wait, what did you do? I didn't do that. <laughs> doesn't, look, doesn't look like that for me. That's weird. Everything. Does that look like that for everybody else? Because that's I've never yeah I've never seen that I've seen that problem. I'm checking right now. Yeah, that's weird. I gotta check it. Yeah, because that's a big no. It's a big no. I just saw that, so I wanted to show you. What's not me? I did not do that. Um, Yeah, yeah, I don't have that on my page. Yeah, me neither. How you're getting that? I'm using Chrome too. Do you have any? I don't have that either. Do you have any special um, plugins? I do. I have some uh, some yeah. stuff for for YouTube, but but not. That's um, about I it. Have two, yeah, I have TubeBuddy. That wouldn't do it. Yeah, TubeBuddy. I have uh, IQ, VidIQ. Yeah, 
I got that. I have uh, keywords everywhere. I, have, I, have I got that. Things. Yeah. I just don't have two, buddy. But that's weird. So, yeah. so real quick, does anyone else have that issue? No. Weird. Yeah, I wonder. All right, if that's, Zane, that's it. You're out. You're out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's no. I'm, I still because like sometimes yeah. that happens. Like I know. Um, I think some of our stuff doesn't work on Edge. <coughs> right? Like I know, like uh, so, um, even one of my clients' websites, like there's a video that won't play on Edge for whatever reason. It's like, oh, it's it's not safe. It's, it's a video. It's <laughs> it's all it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it could it could just be a bug. But if you're using Chrome, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just refreshed it too, just to see, and it's still the same. You know, maybe I'll reboot and see if it's still happening. And if it is, I'll let you know. Yeah, that's definitely weird. But yeah, uh, trying to, I'm still trying to figure out how to sell physical comics on our website. That is like a major thing that I would like to get done this year. Uh, yeah, that will get done this year, definitely. That one, won't, yeah. that one won't be as hard. It's there's still there's still other stuff I gotta fix. Like eventually we gotta get a new server because so something that'll make you guys feel at least a little better. We're actually getting so much traffic now that it's eating up the memory on my servers. So I, I yeah, that's now. all Abel's and Chris's fault right there. Yeah, you, uh, you guys yeah, keep bringing people. Good job, actually. Periodically, I can't even access our own website because the the the, the RAM on the server that we're hosted on on GoDaddy, like just it it over it gets overclocked, and I can't I can't access any more data. I already had to, I already had to go into the um, the WordPress um, system settings and increase the amount of memory that it's allowed to pull from data. So it's it, uh, from databases. So that it's it's definitely something that uh, is a good problem to have, but still a problem I gotta gotta yeah. get around. Um, yeah. Go. I have a cool thing. <laughs> I have a cool like thing I wanted to show, but I don't know if we wanted to put it on the recording. Because uh, I don't want to see. Is it is it is it you beating yourself? Because no. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Leave All right, it's websites. PG-13, guys. Here we go. <sighs> PG-13. PG-13. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> um, no, yeah. um, That's actually, you know, I not only think about it, I just want to throw that out there. Do we have any um, restriction, like limitations, in other words, for Serenova Comics or the platform in general? Are we going to have, like, a, uh, a, a grading system? for maturity level of the content. Like I know some people are doing hard, it might be more graphic. It's actually might have some sexual yeah, scenes event, or, or something cursing. Have, yeah. Are we gonna have something? Yeah, eventually I wanna have like a rating system like that. At the moment, um, our catalog is, is still, like if someone's coming, they're likely coming directly to a specific person's comics. And be, only because we're not pushing a massive mm -hmm. amount of people there yet. Um, so at the moment, I'm not too worried about it, but it is, it, it is something that eventually I would like to have, um, I'd, I'd like to have like ways that, yeah, like they're rated under a certain category, you know, or age or whatever like that. Yeah. I, I want way more ways to even search yeah. our comics and one of them will, you know, be rating. We actually had an idea right. when we had our third business partner that is no longer with us. Um, <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um he came up with uh what if we had like a separate site and it's kid friendly but that means he would have to build the website again 
and like mm-hmm. he would just take our yeah, comic book theme and, yeah and then it would just be for kid friendly stuff and then we would have to like market both things and be like hey kids yeah yeah so don't so, 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 use that so voice <laughs> I, I would yeah i would say we're probably not going to have like you know specifically kid stuff on there i will say get that in my van ever, if we yeah. were ever going to do the, the, the <laughs> We would probably make like a sub. So we have we have an LLC for um, our comics, and if we were going to do a kid friendly version, we would probably just get a new DBA and put it under that. But so like the ratings won't go like that. It won't be like kids and adults. Like, most of the stuff on our platform, right, 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 like you know teens or older at least. Um, but uh, yeah, in in the future, uh, if if we do ever get like even the kid comics, we'll probably just make a separate platform for that. Because there's so many yeah. other rules that go along with that that I don't I don't want to even touch that. Right, right. I guess what I'm thinking of is in terms of sell in terms of the way we sell comics is does anybody know what's your opinions on this? Um, do we find that there's more readership in comics right now with people under 21? Has that gone down? Um, I know that the, the demographic of 21 to 55 is pretty strong with comics because, you know, these are people who have been reading comics for 20, 30 years. Um, but are we, aren't we even trying to target teens, I guess, is really probably the better I, I, question. 18 is probably the minimum I would target anyway, just for safe, safety for advertisement reasons. Like, it, right. it, once you get under And as 18, far as sales, you know, who, who spends money? Well, like, for example, like, I can't even collect emails if it's under 18, because, well, technically, I don't even think you're supposed to have an email if it's under 18, but there's a bunch of rules like that, that, yeah, it's 18 and older for everything, just because it's simpler for business purposes. Um, Yes. But, yeah, so that, like, and and regardless, even if they don't watch or read comics now, we're we're looking for, we're, we're looking to introduce them to indie comics. It doesn't matter. It's so new. It's like we're trying to sell a product that yeah. didn't exist. It's yeah. the iPhone before there were smartphones, right? Yeah. I think too, it's a, I think too, what we're, we're talking specifically about like the sales of comics, right? But like in terms of viewership, like yes. on a digital platform, uh, sales aren't directly involved with that aspect of it, reading the comics. So the viewership, I think actually a lot of like digital comics have a way younger viewership, like Webtoons, for example. Like there's tons of younger people that yeah. view that. Um, and they just view it. Obviously, they're not buying it. So yeah, sales specifically, I, yeah, I think it's a different yeah. category than just plain viewership. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. I, it was a convoluted question. I think no, it, was, it was a good question. <laughs> it was a good question. Um, because yeah, obviously, I mean, I, I guess what I'm thinking of is who, who, should, who should we be targeting, I guess is what I'm, I'm yeah. thinking. What's as far the, as the average demographic? Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yes, yeah, so thank like, you. So, here, so here's something interesting that I can do Actually, one second. Uh, let me let me show this. Yeah, I guess that that kind of will come to light in the marketing phase, right? Like once we get audiences like kind of more acknowledged. And, can you guys uh, see my screen again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this, for example, yeah. this this is the website Webtoons. There's a company called um, mm-hmm. Similar Webs that if if a website has a lot of traffic, it'll give you a lot of insight onto what they do. So like this is first off, that's actually a mate. Holy shit, that's actually a real. So just to feel good about comics in general. That's the rank of all websites in the world. Uh, there are millions of websites. Right. So Webtoons is ranked 785 of all websites. Awesome. So, so, so the point is that that's, that right there is already amazing. Um, but yeah. you, know, you can see like they have tons of visits. 
Um, they get direct people there. Like it's not people stumbling across them. People are looking for them, which is why we need, we would need to build social and email until people know we exist. Um, like right here, like these are sites that we can target that we know that people will come through. So like Linktree, for example, if you guys don't have Linktree in your Instagrams, you should. This right here shows that it actually works pretty well. Um, most of it's organic traffic. Uh, which social platforms? See, YouTube is pretty big, which is why if we get some good ads, we can run them on YouTube as well in the future. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, another reason why YouTube specifically works probably pretty well for them because the platform, the way that it scrolls downward, enables you to make videos seamlessly. All you have to do is scroll, scroll through and you can have these like dialogue, um, like, like mini episodes where you go through your comic and somebody's reading the dialogue for you. So basically, mm -hmm. you can go through your whole episode scrolling down. You don't have to edit it. It's just literally scrolling downward and reading the dialogue off. So that actually, I think, is a, is a correlation between the two things. And so then see this, like right here, it's even audience interest. So I can actually see like things that they're interested in. So obviously, we could target arts and entertainment, animation and comics, video games. Like that's another big one. Like people that like video games tend to like comics. That's awesome. There's things Plus that we we're going to have a video there. game. So these are all words that we can target. Yeah. So like, you know, super helpful. These are other similar sites we could check out to target against. Um, yeah. Even apps, you can do app, app marketing, you know, there's tons of stuff you can do. So, so the whole point is that like, there's ways that we can target people. I just haven't done like, a this was a 10 second research. I just thought right. about. So when you I go to actually do this, like I'll, I'll be making, um, what's called a buyer persona and I want to try to I want to try to define the person I think likes comics and essentially target them and then I'm going to make another one where I change like one little thing I'm gonna be like maybe it's this one maybe it's this one and I'll just keep doing that until I find the right uh, demographic and that's that's my objective is to make it so that we figure out that demographic before any other indie you know platform out there can because if we do that like that's the that's the golden key to the indie community is if you can figure out how to find comic book fans because the biggest issue with comic book fans is they can be a janitor or they can be a lawyer there's no defining mm -hmm. demographic outside of the enjoyment of comics that defines you that's correct so we have to figure out who that is yeah well uh, there can be only one <laughs> <laughs> i am i am inevitable I think so, webtoons, no webtoons, more, no, no Avenger references. Webtoons <laughs> is pretty much dominated by the manga style. I'm pretty sure. So there's an awful lot. It's a huge Asian population that that looks at webtoon. Um, yeah. Just another. That is a demographic that. Yeah. If it seems, it seems like uh, the the percentages of people who read comics in many of the Asian countries is way higher than it is in the Western yep. world. Yeah, like I, I even like yeah, India, China, all, all all of them. Yeah, like that's not like that. That's actually a huge market that like huge corporations are now targeting. So this is the other fun thing too. If I want to get video views in the United States, it'll cost me like one cent to five cent. If I want to get video views in India, it'll cost me like point oh oh one cent. <laughs> through so, what platform? Through YouTube or through? Through Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I actually don't know the cost of YouTube ads for out of country. I, I did uh, YouTube. Uh, I did Google ads because that's what, you know, owns YouTube. And uh, I did that on some of our videos just to like get views. And I got like thousands of views. I did a very broad audience. 
And uh, one view's got like 3,000 something, another video's got like 7,000 something. And then I keep getting emails like, you've got 12,000 views. And I'm like, sure. But like, I would like engagement and yeah. Right. Well, and, and if they only watch it for two mm-hmm. seconds, it kind of doesn't count, right? Like, yeah. they've got to watch it all yeah. the way through. Yeah. So I, that's why we need to make the podcast shorter. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not shorter. <laughs> we talk about beating people. <laughs> well, I, I guess the, edit, the editor is going to be really busy on this one. I'm just going to cut half of the video out. I'm just going to basically leave in like the question parts and I'll decide to. We're done. We're done with that. Um, yeah, we could probably um, do it like a Gary V style, like Ask Gary V style. It could be like someone saying something in the background, and then it's like the question, and then it comes up with, you know, the 30 minute explanation right. of whatever we're talking about. <laughs> Someone, Someone's here. Is it Pizza Guy? Yeah, seriously. Yep. Um, yeah, so I was going to talk about the video game. If you don't want to, uh, me to talk about our video game, then I won't. But yes, that was the last topic that I was going to talk about. We could probably save that for another one. This is a pretty long podcast. It was pretty solid on the marketing and the the card game. You guys want to stick around really quickly? It's it's a short thing that I'll um, I'll share my screen with you guys so you can see it. And it's it's about the card game. I just didn't put it into the mix because we were talking about really relevant things. So I didn't want to, yeah, kind of delete the conversation. It's okay. So it's all relevant, Hector. You're good. Yeah, there you go. I'd like to, I'd like to see what you've got to show off, Hector. Awesome. Yeah. So um, if you want me to stop recording, I can stop recording. Let's do the shameless self uh, promotion, and then we'll stop. Yeah. And I'll show you guys. So uh, let's start with Zane. All right. So you can get the first issue of Righteous for free off of my website, and that's going to be free dot righteous comic all one word dot com. So free dot righteous comic dot com to get the first. Um, issue for free. Sweet. Uh, Richard. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Uh, just shame. shame, shame you know, where do people find your stuff? Yeah. How do we download your comic? Well, okay. Uh, basically, uh, uh, my uh, web store is at uh, Rich Irv uh, hyphen. Yeah, hang on, I get my notebook there. <laughs> and, uh, Okay, here we go. It's uh, it's a rich earth uh, dartman hyphen com dot myshopmatic dot com. Awesome. Okay, great. And Gavin, you can check out my stuff at um, thestonelegacy dot com. Cool. Yeah, all. Uh, two issues, right? Third issues. I have three issues on Sierra Nova, and um, I'm working on uh, getting the rest of the six. So I really have six. And there'll be updates on as far as um, 
um, the spin-offs as well. And Abel. Hey, Christian. Um, yeah, we've got two comics coming up. Porsche coming the 10th of June. Then we've got Death with Us 2 coming later in June. Um, you can always find them in Cyrano Comics. We've got our Instagram page, which is Archangel Comics. And you have our link tree there, which will take you to all of our pages. So. Sweet. And uh, Orion. So mine will be very brief because my book's not out yet, but you yeah. can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at Cypher Comics. That's spelled C-Y-F-E-R Comics, uh, both Instagram and Twitter. We are um, starting to pick up with the completion of the book and targeting November, October, November for this year, but you can reach on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also bother Greg if you want to get to me. <laughs> that's always the option <laughs> and Hector yeah so um, you can obviously find us on the CEO Nova Comics platform we have the first issue of Uriel and Goose out um, we also are pretty active on our Instagram in terms of doing like draw this in your own style stuff uh, basically just fun entertainment for the kids um, but um, you can definitely reach us on uh, newleaf.comics on Instagram we also have um, a lot of like podcast and video stuff coming out on youtube anchor spotify all that kind of stuff so you can watch um watch me whip on youtube um you can watch sketch it up on igtv and then you can listen to uh uh nerd talk with nate and also super stack sunday on podcast spotify anchor or google podcast spotify anchor um yeah so just check us out facebook obviously is the same thing new leaf comics uh we're changing over our stuff to new leaf studios so that's going to in the process of doing that so it's not confusing but uh we did change our name everything's still in the old name but uh yeah you can find us there neat all right uh thanks for coming on everybody and uh i'm gonna step